This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. I have been extremely lucky on my journey with this podcast to chat with some really amazing people. And new people come to the podcast every week to listen. And so what we want to do with these lessons is take the little golden nuggets, the really important pieces of each conversation and bring them back to life for you. So hopefully it can change your mind, affect the way you think, or potentially give you a solution to a problem you're facing right now. Is it true that what they say around the better your gross margin, the better your business in a sense? So we'll talk about this a bit deeper in a sec, but everything in in my opinion everything in that business is about making that gross margin as good as possible yeah but understanding that the higher you make that gross margin the more room you leave for competitors to come in and undercut your pricing Mm -hmm. Um, but we'll touch on that in pricing Um, but yeah so so product product based business e-commerce business i'm starting point is i'm trying to make sure my product and fulfillment costs are 50 percent yeah if i can't make that work i'm looking at it very closely and going all right why because why, why it's important is I can't solve that problem with scale. By selling more T-shirts isn't going to make that margin better. Yep. Um, I know that every time I teach, that's the maximum I can make because that you know it might go down slightly on volume, but it's not going to dramatically reduce. It still costs me the same to ship every item. still costs me the same to make every T-shirt. Yeah? I can go to China or I can do some stuff and, and understanding how I can bring down that cost is important. But you need a business model that works on a 50% margin in product-based business as a benchmark. Yep. Um, again, there will be differences, but just understand those differences. Then I go, all right, cool. I've made my 50% margin. How much do I have left to spend on other stuff? Most people will say, well, you've got 50% left because you can spend all of it, but I'm in business to make a profit. So I don't want to spend it all. Um, so generally speaking, again, product-based businesses were saying you got a 30% budget left. So if I sell something for a dollar, I've got 30 cents left to spend on rent, marketing, employees, accounting, um, insurance, whatever those other costs are that make up that business, I've only got 30% left to spend so that I can make a 20% profit. That's your OPEX? That's my OPEX. Operating expenses? Yeah, they're my operating expenses. So the the overhead costs that I have to pay regardless of if I have to sell one shirt or a thousand shirts, I have to pay those expenses. Obviously, the bigger my business gets, the higher those expenses get. That's why we've got that percentage to work with. Um, But marketing's included in that. So marketing is a big one because that's the one we go to to increase to grow the top line revenue. So we have to make sure that you know, our marketing efficiency is high so that we can make these numbers work. Um, so really top line and we'll, we'll delve into that a bit deeper, but product-based business, 50% gross margin. So 50% of everything I spend is going to product cost and fulfillment and then 30% OPEX. So all those overheads. So I'm left with 20%. That's what I'm benchmarking a P&L on. Yeah, and as a company, when you say like, benchmarking my PL, it's really going these we're setting targets for all of these and then that becomes how we operate in all of these different departments exactly so we, we use it to set the target or to create a model PL. and obviously early on we're never going to hit these numbers but we want to understand why and make decisions around it like i've said to you before like i don't mind that we don't hit budgets or numbers or whatever i just like that we make decisions based on that like we're not accidentally overspending on marketing we're deliberately overspending on marketing because mm. we've decided that's what we're going to do so we use it to build out that benchmark and then we make decisions of where we're going to spend if we are going to um, so that's for product if we go to a service-based business accounting firm lawyer um, anyone selling time essentially agency. as their product agency yep um, what i'm generally benchmarking is a 35 percent 
cost of labor. So if we get $100 in, $35 is going to staff. That includes the owner's time generally if they're working on client stuff. So 35% of all the money that comes in goes to staff. Then I've got another 30% roughly, same as the other business to spend on overheads, rent, et cetera, that it takes to run those businesses. Um, and it leaves me with about 30% profit, yeah? Um, 35% profit. And so how you were just going back to that, that basically cost of service, the way, and this is something that you guys taught me as well, is like, you know, having a charge out rate or charge out rate targets um, yep. on fulfilling the work. The service, yeah. The service. So, the, I mean, obviously the easy way of doing it, so I've got a hairdresser. Hairdresser cost me $50 an hour. For me to make 35%, I need to charge that hairdresser $150 an hour, roughly. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to make sure that you're charging the customers enough that you're, you can make money within that business. Um, but we'll get into pricing again in a second, but that goes back to the pricing. If, you know, the cost of labor is obviously going up in Australia, which means the price of the haircut should be going up with it. But as you put your haircut price up and the competitor next door doesn't, people start moving, like people can't take in their service next door because you're leaving room for people to come in and undercut you. Yep. So that, you've got to get that right mix between pricing, margin, et cetera, your input costs to make that work. But again, it's important to have a target and have a model that you're working to and doing it deliberately as opposed to getting a P&L once a year from your accountant and accidentally going, oh, we made money or we lost money. We're not sure why, but this is where we landed. Um, so yeah, model P&L, 30%, 35% goes to labor. 30% goes to overheads, you're left with 35% profit. Um, they're the two kind of models that we start with. And then again, we, we'll model out a business against that and see where we're gonna overspend, underspend. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, the reason I think that's so important is because it can literally make or break your business. Like the amount of businesses that I was involved in, in in my early days in my consulting where, you know, the first thing they, the first thing they uh, or question they ask themselves about pricing is what's fair. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, you know, what what don't I feel bad about charging? Yeah. yeah. Right. If you haven't operated businesses before, and then as you understand unit economics, what you start to think is go, okay, well, what are our labor costs to actually get to to you know deliver to, that service to deliver the service, and yeah. then more importantly, how do we create demand so that we yeah. can increase price which you obviously yeah. talk about so soon. The, the number one conversation well there's two major conversations i'll have with business owners when they come on board is one they have zero idea of how their own business is performing let alone how it benchmarks against anything so getting them to start to think about their business as percentages and and having something to benchmark against and secondly is put up your prices because 99 times out of 100 they're under pricing their service because they haven't they literally do what you said and just go to what's fair or they look at the guy next door who has also said what's fair and done no thinking about it and copy his pricing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and, they're and most people are very scared to touch their pricing. They've, there's this fear in us all and I've been guilty of it too, as I know you are or have been, of you know, annoying anyone or upsetting anyone by putting up our prices. Um, but it's like it's a, you have to have that convo. Because the worst thing you can do is go out of business because it's not profitable to, to run a business at a loss. Like, yeah. And most, most people blindly are. And again, they speak. To, I, had, I met with someone the other day, been with their accountant for 25 years. She's like, oh, I think we made a loss this year. I'm like, well, when you say you think, what do you mean you think? She's like, I've got the financial reports from the accountant. I'm like, okay, show me them. This is 18 months or nine months after year end, sorry. And they've been making a loss for the last eight years and they had no idea. Like business owners don't get into this detail. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's so important to do it as well. And mm. I think, um, you know, we'll probably touch on it soon as well, but, like, there's also, like, understanding the relationship between your unit economics as well. Like, yeah. you know, you kind of talked about it before, but, um, you know, and even the conversation around putting up your prices, um, it's relative to what you're trying to achieve, right? It's like, do you want to Im improve your margin? Great, put up prices. Okay, there is a consequence of that course. comes with that, that if you understand that consequence or the risk associated and you're willing to make that bet um, or that's the direction you want to go in, um, it then leads to follow-up conversation or decisions to be made. So, all right, we want to put our prices up. One, we have to justify that to the customer. Two, we have to be able to warrant that with brand yep. um, and, yep. and you know, trust. Yep. Um, and so they're really good conversations. Or you can go the other way and you can say, well, I actually don't want to be seen as premium. As premium. We yeah. actually want to be seen as someone who can service everybody. And then that's a different conversation and, you know, and more a strategic conversation Agreed. as well. So, yeah. so uh, the point is it's deliberate. It's a deliberate conversation. It's not by accident. Um, and I, th I actually think Brett Kelly told me this. There's like two worlds to live in. There's I'm the premium on the best or I'm the cheapest and I'm going to mass market and everyone in between is dead, mm. essentially. Like there's a lineup outside of Louis Vuitton if you want to buy handbags and there's a lineup outside Kmart for the cheapest possible handbag, but there's no one lining up at Oriton or anything. Like they don't care. There's no market for it. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's so like, true. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Um, and do we want to talk... So, so can we talk about gross profit further and go into pricing? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you said before, gross profit's the most important number. The reason it's the most important number is the more you sell, the more, mar the more money you're creating, the more dollars you're creating with your gross profit. If you don't have that percentage right, then you can't scale your business. So if I'm only making 10% margin and I sell a million dollars, I only make 100 grand. If I'm making 50% margin and I sell a million dollars, I make 500 grand. So getting that percentage right really matters. Um, you touched on, it doesn't matter if it's small or large as long as you're deliberately doing it. And that's 100% true. Um, Jeff Bezos says, your margin's my opportunity. Like his Amazon business model is little margin as possible, as much volume as possible. It's fine. It's just a very different business to most people. Um, but like go deep, if you're a business owner and you're listening to this, go deep in your gross margin. How much labor cost does it take to deliver your service? Or how much is your product costing to produce and fulfill to sell to a customer, getting into that. Yeah, and can you talk to the the idea of gross margin mattering as you get bigger as well? Like yeah. it's, cause I feel like in the early days you can get away with a lot more, but the bigger you get, the more important that gross margin number becomes. Most people go to, um, oh, I'll solve it later with size. They think that si size will fix the gross margin, but it never does. If you've got a fat, unhealthy business in year one, it's likely that if you 10 times the business, you haven't fixed the problem. Um, so what, what we're saying there is if you're making 50% margin on a million or 10% margin on a million dollars, you're still going to make 10% margin on $10 million. It's still not for most business owners. It's not enough dollars to solve the operating expense that it takes to run the business. Cause mm. you still have to pay the bigger rent bill and the more employees and the bigger marketing that you have at a $10 million business, but you don't have enough margin to invest into it. Um, so don't look at margin as a don't look at size as a solution to margin because that's what most people do. It's not get your margin right as early as possible so you can scale up with a higher gross margin. Yeah. Um, and then use pricing. <laughs> so can we swing into pricing? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So so pricing's the 
variable in getting the right margin. You can only drop the cost that it makes to cost that it takes to make a t-shirt so far. Like, yeah, cool. I got the t-shirt from $11 to $10. I can't get it to $0. That makes sense. Um, same with employee costs. Like if I'm in a service-based business, I can't pay you less than the minimum wage, nor do I want to. Um, so I can only reduce that cost so much. So the only lever I have is pricing and efficiency, which is how do I either increase the price of my products and, and justify that pricing to someone, or how do I get my employee to produce more work in, in less hours kind of thing. Yep. Um, so there's not much things to talk about, but we talk about price a lot. Um, and if you can do both of those things at the same time, that's, that's a great business. Massively. You know, for every, yeah. you know, for, for every um, other dollar that you bring into your business, if that's getting, if your margins are getting better because of those two things. It's all dropping to the bottom line. You've got a great, you've got a great business. Yeah. Um, so if we talk about pricing, like when someone comes on day one and they go, hey, I'm starting a um, t-shirt business, like how much should I sell that t-shirt for? Like, you know, it's an unlimited answer. I and mean, what do you reckon people go to? Like, what are your, what are your answers if I said to you, how are you going to price your t-shirt? Oh, I mean, if you had asked me five years ago, it would have been what's what's you know what's front runner selling their t-shirt for? Yeah. What's YKCR selling their t-shirt for? You know? That's literally what happens. They just yeah. they look at the competitor, they go next door and see what they're selling for, and they make that decision. But you could go online and you can find a twelve hundred dollar t-shirt. Like there's always a price point that exists. You got to go to all right. What's the brand I want to be? Where do I want to position myself in the market? And go deep into that conversation. Someone like um, Louis Vuitton or like Hermes, like those big big brands that live in the marketplace, they don't, their cost of making that product isn't as exponential as what their price point is versus the cheaper no. brands. But they take all that extra margin and then they spend it on building brand and building customer experience and creating a business that you want to, as a customer, be a part of and spend five grand on a handbag. It's like Ferrari, you get free services, you know, yeah. like, like, yeah. like stuff like that is like, you know, no one would give that away, yeah. the services of your car. Yeah. Um, but Ferrari can because they have the margin. They make the too. margin. 